Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, my story of estrangement. This is Lynn from Once Upon a Time, from Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is, without a doubt, the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. Hello, everyone. We are here for Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement with Lynn. And I am so excited about today's guest. It is a person who I have referred to and really looked up to in my own estrangement journey, And that person is Tina Gilbertson, psychotherapist, author, and host of the Reconnection Club. And what I always ask guests to do, because they do a much better job than I would do, Tina Gilbertson, would you please introduce yourself to our audience? Well, sure, Lynn. And thank you very much for that warm welcome. I am a psychotherapist specializing in estranged relationships between parents and adult children. And in particular, I focus on supporting uh, the parent on, on the, the unwillingly estranged parent. Um, so my, I've written a couple of books. My most recent one is Reconnecting with Your Estranged Adult Child. And I also host a podcast, the Reconnection Club podcast, which aims, like my book does, to to help parents understand what might have gone wrong and how they can make repairs in their relationships. I am here with Tina Gilbertson talking about an additional step for parents to take. So you wrote those six concepts, ideas, steps in, I I take it 2016, if I have that correctly. And Mm -hmm. now I'm jumping forward to 2022. Are those steps the same? Have you modified them? Have you changed any of them? I would say that, yes, there's there's something I would do before I would do any of that. And step one for me is to stop, pause, breathe, rest. You know, I, I, there's, a, there's a tendency to spring into action. When, when you feel um, this sudden pulling away, this loss, this shock of estrangement. But what I believe is most needed is to slow down when that happens and take stock. Wait a minute, how did I get here? Where am I? And, and how did I get here? 
And that doesn't mean, you know, what did I do to make my child angry? It means when I was growing up, what did I learn about what was expected of me? What did I learn about parents and children and what happens between them? What did I learn about communication? What did I learn about emotions and emotional needs? So there's a lot to unpack without going anywhere or doing anything. Just inside of yourself and, and sitting with your own body and your own heart and your own history. So that I have a, a I think of a, a roadmap to reconnection as consisting of, of three steps. And that first one I call rest and recover. Mm. I love that. And do you think that it's so hard for parents, especially to stop? When I work with parents, I, they constantly, some of them want to send an email. They want to apologize for this. And then maybe a few days later, they want to apologize for something else. But mm-hmm. they, they feel this constant need to do because they think that the automatic that's going on in their brain is going mm-hmm. to fix it. I try to tell them that they need to relax. Sometimes I call it, you know, take, let's take a sabbatical from this. Let's not, yeah. you know, I'm a teacher, so I, I try to use teacher terms sometimes. And it's really hard for them to take a break from their emotions. So I think stop and, and having them pause is an invaluable step that you've added. Oh, good. I'm glad you, you agree with that because, yeah, I, I see that too. I see the, the compulsion to reach out. And what I, the way I think of that behavior is very similar to what you just said. I think that there are emotions in the parent that are absolutely intolerable. Mm-hmm. And, and in any situation, whether you're a parent or not, in any situation when you find yourself feeling awful, your brain is going to say, okay, well, let's do something about this. Let's do something. Let's fix that feeling. Okay, you feel you feel rejected and abandoned. Let's fix that. Let's send an email mm-hmm. so that we feel connected. Even in the act of sending something or giving a gift, uh, there's a connection in that from the from the giving end. But it's fleeting, of course. You know, in the moment that I'm writing an email and I'm sending it, I feel connected to the person I want to feel connected to. But when I don't hear back from them, I very quickly feel abandoned and rejected again. So unfortunately, the actions that we take to try to make ourselves feel better, not only make us feel better only in the moment, but also sometimes do further damage to relationships that we want to protect. That is so true. And it's so hard to have people pause even at any point in your steps because they want that connection, even if it's fleeting. And mm-hmm. they don't realize that the over communication, the constant communication may not be what your adult son or daughter needs right now. And mm-hmm. what they need to do, I think, um, and this again is, is a case to case basis, work on that sense of abandonment and where that resonates, you know, where was that starting point and mm-hmm. slowly getting them to, th- to see that, let's start with you. Let's start with the healing within. 
Right, because many people who have very strong reactions to rejection and abandonment, this is not their first go with those feelings. There is very often rejection and abandonment way in the past that gets triggered when an adult child steps away. And that makes sense because it's probably one of the deepest forms of abandonment that one could uh, sustain in, in life. More with psychotherapist Tina Gilbertson on the next episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement with Lynn. Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to estrangement.